0: Welcome to the Power Doc Talks, your number one source for information about powerlifting, sports injury and rehabilitation, nutrition, and evidence based chiropractic. With your host, Dr. Travis Dyer, sports chiropractor and elite level powerlifter, also featuring guests in the top of their fields. Hey everyone, and welcome back. I know it's been a little while since I did a podcast, uh, things just get kind of crazy with coaching, running the business, um, you know, training for myself uh... this kind of gets put on the back burner for a little bit but i'm back and this time we're gonna go over uh... how to warm up properly this is a question i get asked literally every single day uh... from patients they're like you know you lift a lot of weight what do you do for warm-ups if you're telling me not to form roll, stuff like that because if you know me i'm a I'm not an advocate of foam rolling, um, however there is always stipulations to that. Um, so this is also going to be uh, do as I say, not as I do, uh, because I've been training for quite a long time, I know my body really well, uh, so I'll tell you what I do personally to warm up and what I recommend people to do uh, when they warm up, especially say for like a top single, you know, go for a max out, something like that. Uh, so first off, how I typically warm up. So we'll do, we'll talk about squat because that'll be probably the easiest to give examples about. So for squat, first thing I do, I always do a little bit of shoulder mobility before I even start. Otherwise, you know, it really hurts my shoulders to try to get under the bar. I uh, can't get the proper grip width that I need that I feel really comfortable with. So I do typically just doorway pec stretch, uh, doorway lat stretch, um, stuff like that, just to really get things a little bit looser before I start. And then I get right under the bar with 135, and I use that almost as a diagnostic set. Uh, I go through the squat, I pause at the bottom, I kind of wiggle around a little bit, you know, shift a little side to side, just see how my hips are feeling. Um, and if everything's going good, you know, I do maybe a set of eight or a set of ten. Uh, just make sure that every rep feels really good, nice and loose. Um, and then I would just go up and wait, go to 225, do the same kind of thing, diagnostic, you know, because some things don't become apparent until you start loading them a little bit more. But let's go back let's say that 135 things felt really crappy my hips were really beat up really tight couldn't hit depth without pinching in my hips anything like that that's when i then go through mobility so it all depends on what the issue is we'll determine what mobility i do and typically what i tell patients to is the best bang for your buck is going to be like the frog stretch uh, that does external rotation abduction of the hips as you go through hip flexion so this really mimics the squat movement as well as sumo deadlift, if you uh, if we're talking about deadlift as well. Um, and this usually is the one that will fix it for me, if I especially I get a lot of adductor tightness on my right side, um, that'll cause a lot of pinching when I squat. So I'll do that, and maybe a little bit of couch stretch, you know, make sure my hip flexors are really good, um, and then seated or elevated pigeon, make sure my glutes are loose so that I can actually hit proper depth, uh, which has always been kind of an issue for me, even though I've never red lighted a squat in competition due to depth, it's just something that I never want to happen anyways. Um, so, after I do that, I take the 135 for another set again. I don't add weight uh, after doing the mobility. I want to make sure that, you know, that variable stays the same and that the only thing that changed was doing the extra mobility. Uh, so, I'll go through that, make sure that everything feels good that time, and then I'll go through the progression of weight. I only do the kind of diagnostic sets up to about 315, my first three warm up sets. Um, you know, say I'm working for, you know, sets in the mid 500s, 600s. Um, 315, you know, that's about 50% for me um, For my working sets. So that's where my last diagnostic set would be. So if everything's feeling good up until that point I just go up through, um, you know, let things go the way that they are Um, You know for bench, bench is a little bit easier in terms of mobility work Uh, A lot of it is going to be hip flexors if your low back starts to cramp up You know, maybe your hips cramp up when you initiate leg drive stuff like that. a lot of times it's going to be lat tightness as well, uh, lat infraspinatus, things like that. I have all of these different mobility videos on my Instagram if you're curious about what I'm talking about. I have a lot of these posted. Um, I also have them in my book, which is basically your all in one resource for anything mobility related that you need uh, how to go through proper warm ups, stabilization, strength, and exercises. So that's what I do as warm ups, and what I recommend people to do is. Um, I basically tell people don't waste time with a foam roller yeah if it feels nice and feels good and helps you relax you know you can use it and if you have the time the day if you're if say you're uh, you only have an hour and a half for a gym session don't waste your time with the foam roller but if you have you know the rest of the day off uh, and it's just something you like to do go ahead it's not gonna hurt but it's probably not gonna give you much benefit uh, what it will do is give you a transient increase um, you know, releasing hypertonicity of the muscles. uh, Basically, you get about 20 minutes worth of a little bit extra blood flow to the area, a little bit more loose. Um, So then you need to definitely follow it up with some static stretching, some dynamic stabilization uh, and stretching uh, to really make sure that that you're putting that increased, you know, motion to good use. Uh, Otherwise, say you just foam roll and get right into it, you're really not doing yourself any favors. Um, So that's why I say like, just this to foam roller, kind of a waste of time. so static stretching, dynamic stretching, and I want you to be very specific with the stretching that you do. Um, say you're doing a squat, you don't need to do, or say you're doing a bench, you don't need to do this whole 20 minute full body mobility routine, you know, be very specific for what you need uh, your mobility to accomplish. Uh, say you don't have any issues, you know, with your triceps or something like that. You don't need to throw in triceps as you know, mobility, just be very targeted. And, you know, when I have patients come into the office with very specific conditions, I give them stretches very specific for that um, and try to, you know, kind of cut down on excessive stuff that you don't really need. Try to trim it down, trim down the fat to exactly what you need, uh, get the best bang for your buck, pick the best mobility stretches that you can do uh, to make it, you know, more time efficient, and make it so that you can go through uh, the rest of your workout without wasting too much energy just on the mobility. Uh, Typically I would spend, or suggest people spend between five and 10 minutes on mobility prior to lifting. And again, if they start to know their body really well and go through a lift and feel like something still isn't right, you can definitely take a step back and add more mobility uh, into the mix before you go up in weight. That is definitely something that I would recommend. Don't just try to push through when things are really feeling like junky you know like if your hips are really tight don't just keep trying to push through definitely want to address that before you get into your top set otherwise you're just loading onto dysfunction which is just going to create issues uh, for you in the future and then in terms of cool down um i'm a fan of just you know going for a light walk on the treadmill light bike something like that five ten minutes just get your heart rate back to normal you don't want to go from you know doing a one rep max to just walking straight out of the gym it's not really smart. Uh, give your body time to adapt back down to that resting state. Um, it'll just accelerate your healing as well. Lately I've been a fan of the sauna because my new gym has a sauna and I always 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 hated the sauna because the only time that I ever had to use it was to cut weight. So I thought of it more as a torture device but now I just kinda sit in there and um, you know just relax a little bit and it's been really nice to just do at the end of the workout, uh, get blood flowing again. And, uh, you know, I've noticed a little bit of difference with, uh, Dom's doing, you know, the sauna post-workout. Um, I believe that's all I have. I just wanted to do a really quick thing on how to warm up, how to, I warm up. Um, don't waste your time with extra bulk shit. That's not going to help you. Um, you know, really be very targeted for what you want to accomplish, especially, so this is in terms of powerlifting, which is obviously what, you know, my specialty is, you know, if you're doing, you know, Say you're training for a marathon or something like that, your warm-up is going to be much, much different than what I'm trying to talk about. Um, but that's not typically the listener that I have listening to my podcast. So this is very specific for powerlifting. Um, and that's exactly how I'm going to approach my meet. That's coming up in five weeks. Um, you know, very limited mobility going into it. However, the rest of that week, the first the week leading up to it is a lot of you know mobility work just get blood flowing you know make sure things get nice and loose so i can you know execute the lifts properly without wasting too much time on meat day doing mobility work it kills me when i see people doing the foam roller for a half hour before they start warming up for squats and it's like what are you doing you're just wasting your time uh use that time to be eating resting you know just you don't need to be wasting your time with a foam roller especially at a meet um so yeah meat in five weeks i have shifting a little bit just giving you a little update i have seven people competing at that meet um i have jamie breed jen for the women in the morning so it's two sessions women will start from nine to two uh men are three to whenever ends and then i have myself luke matt and victor competing and luckily everyone that i have competing is in different weight classes so nobody's going head to head against each other makes it nice for me as a coach um to definitely have that so that i don't you know, have people going against each other. That's just not fun to have happen. Um, I'll have Julia handling me and wrapping my knees, which is gonna be great to have someone wrap my knees at the meet. I think it's gonna make a big difference. Um, The goal is still 1900. Uh, However that happens, it's gonna happen. I really believe um, the past few weeks have been a little tough mentally, trying to get back into it. Um, But lately I've just strung together some really, really great workouts and it's definitely getting my confidence back up. Just gotta do something for squat, to really gain my confidence, I'm gonna maybe attempt a 800-pound Hatfield squat. That's usually my indicator lift for squat to see how it's gonna go. Uh, last meet, I smoked 650 squat and I did 725 as a Hatfield. So my my figuring is if I do an 800 Hatfield, that'll put me online for you know 700 to 715 squat, which is what I need to set me up for the uh, 1900-pound total. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, if anybody has any questions about anything, definitely feel free to DM me. Um, on Instagram, that's the easiest way to reach me. That's how many, most people know me anyways. Um, I'm gonna have another podcast coming up soon. Again, I still wanna have um, Dr. Danielle Crew on here, the Fit doc, uh, as we just coached uh, basically together. Uh, Kim, who did two 50K races, which is about 34 miles, uh, I think consecutive weekends, while she's still training for a powerlifting meet in September. So I've been handling her training. She's actually been hitting PRs while she was training for the 50K, which is fantastic. Um, and Danielle handled her running programming, and we actually coordinated. We are on the phone quite a bit. Um, you know, her higher race, or higher running days, you know, we got to undulate the intensity for squat and deadlift back down. And it was really cool to collaborate with that. So I think it would be really cool to also have her on the podcast to say how she goes through running because that's completely different and completely out of the realm from what I know um, but also you know how we were able to collaborate uh, to make it so that Kim could reach her goals so uh, team Power is growing st- big and strong we have 24 members now right now I'm gonna shut it down for a little bit not accept anybody new f- until at least this meet is over um, however I really like the the way that things are going with that uh, the trajectory to trajectory um sorry i stuttered a little bit um initially i only wanted 10 people and then it just kept growing and growing and things become a little bit more systematized got into the groove a little bit more um, so i can definitely handle more people once uh my seven people are through with their peak that's going to take a, a majority of my time for the next few weeks um, so if you're also interested in coaching, feel free to DM me. Um, I just have a coaching qu- questionnaire to have, and I would just put you on a wait list after the meeting. So again, feel free to message me about anything. I still have the book for sale in office, um, or on Amazon, but in office is definitely much cheaper. And if you message me, I can ship it to you for cheaper than it is on Amazon. Um, I believe that's all I have. If I miss anything, I'll post it on my story on Instagram. So thanks again for listening. Nice and short. And I'll, I'll talk to you in the next one. Thank you for listening to the Power Doc Talks. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating. Also, be sure to follow at the Power Doc on Instagram for more educational content and leave suggestions for future episodes.